We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ellinger in the shotgun. He's got it. Sooners twist up front. He has time. Lob toward the end zone. It's intercepted. Trey Brown. You can unhitch the wagon. Oklahoma wins in four overtimes. <laughs> A Red River showdown for the ages. I don't know what they're looking at, but there's going to be a review here. Ruling on the field of an interception has been confirmed. The game is over. <laughs> Never mind. No little screen. Win column. Wow. I need a nap. <laughs> Oklahoma 53, Texas 45. Unstinking believable. And the gold hat will remain in Norman. Teddy, say something. I, I mean, I love that the defense had the opportunity to go out there and win the football game. You know, offensively, we, we, we went first in this round of, in overtime, punched it in got the two-point conversion the pressure at that point is heavily on texas uh, we get a big penalty there that puts them way behind the eight ball and come up with a big turnover man we've been talking about it with this defense that you know we need where are the turnovers where are the turnovers and we forced our fair share today good job by those guys and going up and battling i mean it's hot out there you guys down there on the sidelines have been talking about it all day hot humid we've been cramping Gabe was talking about our guys going into the locker room at halftime that they were barely able to make it up the ramp. And here we are almost five hours later and uh, gutsy effort. Creed Humphrey's He's got it. Creed Humphrey's got the flag, Toby. Does anyone have any gas left to run this thing around the field? It may be more of a jog from 56. I believe I owe everyone an apology. I believe I said in the scene center today that in three and a half hours, someone would plant the flag. I was off by about an hour and a half. Creed Humphrey has it. He's walking it to the 40. No nonsense from 56, just 45. straight to it. And he's waving it as they give him room at midfield. The pride of Shawnee plants it. That had to feel good. They ran right behind him in overtime a couple of times. Wow. Well, let's take a timeout. We have a lot to discuss in the postgame show. The longest football game in OU history 
and the highest scoring OU Texas game ever seen by the fewest fans in a long, long time. And Oklahoma wins it 53 to 45. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Handoff, Keontae Ingram running right, turns it up, has the first down into Sooner territory. Ball's loose, and the Sooners have recovered. Ingram fumbled it, and the Sooners fell on it at the 40-yard line. Perion Winfrey hit him, and Isaiah Thomas jumped on it. It is over in Dallas, finally. And in four overtimes, the Sooners have won it today. The 116th edition of OU Texas by the final of 53 to 45. This is the Bud Light post game show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Sooners have taken the traditional team picture on the field after a victory in this game, and they are starting to meander their way toward the locker room, although a lot of them have come over to say thank you to the 12,000 or so Sooner fans that are here today, most of which have left their seats and made their way as close to the field as they can. Not sure the CDC would approve, but I think the rules of this one went out the window a long time ago. Um, Post-game reaction, Gabe, I want to get you out of the sun down there, so let's start with you. Big, big picture thought. Never in doubt, right? <laughs> no, um, man, what a football game. What a gritty effort from Oklahoma. And I, I know they blew another fourth quarter lead, put themselves in an extremely bad spot, but it does say something about them. They were able to bounce back, weather that storm, and come out of here with a victory. I mean, so much happened in that game. Where do we even start, guys? Uh, start at the end? I, I mean, no. I, <laughs> I love the fact that the, the defense got the stop I, to win the thing. the highlight of the fumble coming out of the break. I've completely forgot about It's like, that remember fumble. when Keontae Ingram fumbled? <laughs> that was like five hours ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Teddy. Go ahead. No, I mean, it, uh, gutsy effort down the stretch. Now, here's the thing. We made it way harder on ourselves than we needed to. But, hey, you know, enjoy the entertainment. What a football game. And, you know, there was, a, there was an opportunity at a point there whenever we had kind of squandered things to get down on ourselves, um, mope around, you know, kind of give up on each other, give up on your teammates. But, heck, these guys kept fighting, kept fighting all the way through tough. I mean, the atmosphere wasn't tough, but the conditions were tough. I mean, it's been cool weather for us for quite a while now, just not really used to this heat and this humidity. So, Man, just a good, tough, all-around effort. A bunch of guys got banged up and kept fighting and scrapping out there. A four-overtime heart stopper today in the Cotton Bowl, and Oklahoma wins at 53-45. The postgame show rolls on next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Anton Harrison, a left tackle on second and 11. Rattler, deep drop, looking to throw. Has a shot. Marvin Mims wide open. Touchdown! Fifty-three forty-five. Sooners win it in four overtimes today. The team is headed back to the locker room. Uh, only Buki remaining as he is starting to saunter up the tunnel. Bevo has decided to rest in the north end zone. Boomer and Sooner are hanging out, standing up in the south end zone. Let's hope we can keep those three be separated. That might not work out well. For our guys, what um, do you do whenever he decides to take a nap down there? You let him finish his nap. <laughs> Not a lot I, you can do. How much would you have to? How much would they have to pay you to be the guy that follows Bevo with the uh, bucket and shovel? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, all right, Gabe. Um, I want to get you out of the sun, like I said. So let's put some perspective on this. We're gonna. Talk about a thousand intricacies of this game going forward on the postgame show. Decisions that could have should have been made. Key turnovers, key plays. But what does this do for this football team going forward? It's huge, right? You get a win in a rivalry game. 
I mean, it's always big beating Texas, but guys, OU's not out of it in the Big 12 picture. I know the college football playoff, uh, that's, that's gone. But when you talk about still being in the conference title race, that's, that's still a big deal. I know they've done it five years in a row, and it, it doesn't feel like a big deal anymore, but it is. And they're probably going to need a little help along the way but this would have completely eliminated from that discussion. And you head into the bye week. That's probably the most important thing. And Teddy can tell you the same thing. As a player, you never want to go into a bye week off a loss. I mean, it feels so much better going into that week on a win. And you've got a lot of mistakes you can correct. We just saw that. You, but when they play well, they're a solid football team. You saw them make some mistakes especially late in that game not finish drives in the fourth quarter and those are things they have to improve on they have to finish games better that that game should have never gone to four overtimes should have never gotten to that but it's a lot easier to correct those mistakes and teach the players in those meetings and on the practice field when you won the game so Overall, winning's always positive, right? Beating Texas, never you're, you're never going to feel bad about it, ever, no matter how it happens. So were there a ton of mistakes? Do you have to correct a lot of things? Does this team need to get a lot better? There's no doubt. But they're going into the bye on a win. You get to heal up a little bit. And then you have to start working on a really good TCU team in your next game. So... I know it wasn't perfect, but it was never in doubt, right, guys? <laughs> no, never in doubt. I, here's the thing, and, and you hit on this, Gabe, but just to echo, we we are a really good team in short bursts. You know, there, there's there's drives well said. offensively that we put together that look really good. We made some nice plays in special teams today that, that looked really good defensively at in different times of the football game, we were all over the quarterback in the pocket and we were tackling well on the perimeter and we looked really good. And then in other stretches, you know, offensively, we couldn't block up front. We couldn't hang on to the football. Defensively, we, you know, we were getting stoned at the line of scrimmage and letting the quarterback break contain and missing tackles in the open field. So, you know, the good thing is, is we've seen that this team can play really, really well which means if you can do it in, in stretches, you can do it for extended stretches. And we just got to continue to increase the amount of time we play good and decrease the time we look bad. And that'll happen. I'm just now kind of picking my head up and looking around the rest of college football for the first time. How about this? Missouri 45, LSU 41. Wow. Final. That game in Columbia today because of the storm. Uh, Gabe, great job, man. Go uh, get some aloe vera. At least a bottled water or seven. I'm Yeoman's <laughs> effort, my man. Hey, you know where I'm going. I'm yeah. going straight to the corn dogs. Not, <laughs> I'll meet not, your boys there. It might not be water. <laughs> Way to go, Gabe. That's Gabe Eichner. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank is headed to the locker room. He's got the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley and much more coming up. We'll recap all the stats, bunch more highlights headed your way. 53-45 Oklahoma wins. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Snap, play action, Ellinger looks right. Now he's under pressure, flush to the right, and he is down. They got it. It's a sack. Nick Benito. Fifty-three forty-five in four overtimes. Unnecessary to turn off the scoreboard as early as they did today, but we can remember the score. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. We await the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley. Uh, let's recap the scoring for you right now. We'll take you on that journey. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. On the opening Texas possession, Oklahoma forced a fumble by Keontae Ingram. Brian Osamoa poked it loose. Isaiah Thomas recovered. The Sooners then took the ball, marched the field to the two-yard line, and settled for a field goal. 19-yarder by Gabe Mur Burkich made it 3-0. Some of this might be like news That's to you. New, yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I really? hadn't heard that, that before. Huh. They forced another Texas punt, got the ball back, then scored seven the next time. 30-yard pass from Rattler to Marvin Mims. True freshman continues to have a great freshman season. 
10-0 Sooners after one. Texas, though, on the final play of the first quarter, kind of got some momentum going on an interception. DeMarvion Overshone picked off a pass from Spencer Rattler. And when the second quarter started, Texas was able to drive down and kick a field goal, making it 10-3 Oklahoma, 33-yarder from Cameron Dicker. Spencer Rattler then on the next possession fumbled, got hit in the pocket, ball popped out. Texas took over in the red zone again. This time we're able to bang it in the end zone. Six-yard run by Ellinger. It was 10-10. Next possession, Sooners fumble again. This time T.J. Pledger, after a great run, coughed it up. Chris Brown recovered for uh, Texas. Then they drove down, uh, tried, or, uh, got stopped, and the punt was blocked by David Aguebu. What a wild first half. Sooners took over at the 20-yard line. Scored a touchdown on a Marcus Major seven-yard run. 17-10 OU back in front. Next Texas possession, late second quarter. They marched the field 75 yards. Ellinger capped it off with a two-yard run. 17-17 our score at halftime. Oklahoma really took control then, Teddy, in yeah. the third quarter of this game. What, they have three three-and-outs in a row on defense, right. and the offense had a 17-play touchdown drive in there, moved the ball really well. And that's when it looked like, okay, yeah, we've separated ourselves. We, you know, you felt like in the first half, even though, what, it was tied going in, you felt like, gosh, we should be winning this thing handily right mm -hmm. now with, with how we've dominated. And in the second half, it's like, okay, yeah, my eyes weren't lying to me. We're the better football team. And, gosh, the, the third quarter and most of the fourth, half of the fourth quarter, we owned OU scores a touchdown on their opening possession third quarter. A two-yard run by T.J. Pledger made it 24-17 after forcing a three and out. They went 87 yards on the possession of the, of the game, of the day, right down the field. 17 plays, 87 yards. Another one yard this time. Touchdown run by Pledger made it 31-17. Texas did not have a first down in the third quarter. Sooners took a 31-17 lead into the fourth. Fairly late in the fourth then, Woody Washington intercepted a pass from Sam Ellinger in the end zone, and you thought at the time, this game's over. That's the ball game. 31-17, Sooners have the ball back, but they couldn't move it. They actually went backwards. Remember there was the reverse in there on third down that was a yep. odd call. They punted away. Texas fairly quickly goes down and scores. Nine-yard pass from Ellinger to Joshua Moore, making it 31-24. They try the onside kick. Didn't get it, but the Sooners couldn't go anywhere. They went for a pass on third down, a play-action pass, and Austin Stogner couldn't hang on to the football, so they kick it away with plenty of time for Texas. 128, I think they had when they took over, or maybe more than that. At even. their own 16-yard line, and they go 84 yards. Ellinger was fantastic. Two-yard pass from Ellinger to Keontae Ingram tied it at 31-all. I thought their... There was a chance for Tom Herman to go for two. End of regulation. OU defense has been on the field. They're gassed. Ellinger's kind of doing whatever he wants. At that point, with, what, 14 seconds left, if he goes for two, I'm worried. I was happy to right. see him kick the extra point. I, no, I agree 100%. It doesn't look like there was ever any thought in their mind. I know they were talking about it on the headsets during that drive. I think one of the things that maybe changed their mind was that Ellinger and, you know, it, our defense weren't the only people gassed out there. Ellinger was hanging on by a thread. And whenever he was back there and they were signaling in the play, he was, I mean, exhausted. Because he was scrambling for his life and, you know, making great plays. But, gosh, he was smoked. So, yeah, I, that's probably the opportunity that Texas – I mean, they had plenty of opportunities to win the game after that. But that was the one where – had they gone for two there, you felt like quarterback run game, the power that they've always, you know, kind of got us with, with no chance to go over and regroup defensively, that they may have been able to finish this off. Let's pause right there. We'll run down the scoring and overtimes coming up. But right now, let's go down to the locker room. Our postgame interview with Lincoln Riley brought to you by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. Here's Chris Plank. Thanks a lot, Toby. Thanks a lot, Ted. I'm here with Lincoln Riley. You got to be exhausted, Coach. What, what an OU Texas game. What a game. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to feel after this game. You know, both teams left it all in the field. Game had a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I know both teams, you know, down a bunch of players. Um, 
you know, probably not at their full strength or even close to it, but you saw how important this game is to both sides and what a battle. I mean, it just neither side refused to quit and just kind of back and forth, kind of a heavyweight fight there at the end. But, uh, man, obviously, you know, with all this team's been through, um, and not just the previous couple of weeks, but all year, you know, to see us, you know, rise up at our best there at the very end and all those overtimes. Um, yeah, just proud. A lot of guys stepped up, kept fighting, you know, when they – when they didn't have to, like I told them, I mean, this in any year, this would be the year to to give in or say you've had enough, and, and they, our guys just refused to do that. I, I notice, you know, in watching you coach on the sidelines, that you were talking to Tanner a lot in the first quarter. Had that been the plan to give him some snaps here today? I just unfolded. I don't really ever go in with the plan. I mean, you just never know how these games are going to go. And I thought I thought Tanner practiced well and was ready, um, and I thought Spencer needed to settle down just a little bit and made just a couple of decisions that we didn't like. And Tanner went in there and, and stabilized us, man. He did, and uh, you know decided after that to, to give Spencer another run, and we kind of got we got moving and played better there, and then and, and stayed with the hot hand. Yeah, what does that say though about Spencer? Because easily a guy could they could hang his head, he'd get upset, but he went back out and he was nailed. Yeah, it, it, you know it says a lot about both of them. You know, just the, the guts that it took. Um, you know, for you know, for Tanner going in there in the middle of this game is not always the easiest thing to do, and I thought he did a heck of a job. And then, uh, other than dropping that ball, um, he played really well. Um, and uh, yeah, and then Spencer had to come back, be mentally tough, really trust it, and played his best ball at the end. Uh, the decision to kick on second down, just wanted to make sure in case there was a bad snap or something. And the confidence in Gabe, right? Yeah, just confidence in Gabe. We had it on the hash we wanted. You had it, you know, we still had a timeout left. So if we had a bad snap, it, it, it was a pretty easy decision. Um, man, what is it? And say? I would do it again tomorrow. Yeah, well, Gabe's money. I mean, that's that's the thing that's crazy about it. He's been so consistent this yep, year. Yep. What does it say about this team? As you said, of, of all seasons, they could have easily tapped out whenever this game went to overtime, but they didn't. No, they just we hung in there. You know, we promised ourselves that we would, and we've we've gotten better, and we've had some things. Things not go away this year, but it has not discouraged us. We're going to continue to fight, and uh, man, it always feels great winning this one. Speaking of the fight, how about the fight of the defense and the special uh, teams today? All, all three I mean, phases, all of them, all of them had huge plays on all of them. It it takes all three sides to win this game. No one side ever wins this game by itself. Congrats on the win, coach. Thank you. Thank you. It's Coach Riley, our postgame interview presented by Oklahoma Highway Safety Office, reminding you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together, we can end DUI. We'll take a break. Much more ahead here from the Cotton Bowl. In four overtimes, the longest OU-Texas game ever. The Sooners win at 53-45. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Bushevsky blocked. It's blocked. Rolling around at the seven, and it's picked up. Aguaybu got it. It'll be first and goal. The Sooners made a play at special teams. Well, one of three big plays on special teams today for Oklahoma. The block punt, I'm sure we'll hear the block field goal later. Marvin Mims had a big punt return in this game. Sooners win at 53-45 in four overtimes. University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Chick-fil-A, Frito-Lay, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. Um, We're continuing to recap the scoring in this one. It's it's taken two segments for us to do. <laughs> That's what kind of a game we, we had today. We just made it to the end of regulation, right? We've only made it to the end of regulation. And we await more post-game reaction from the OU locker room coming very soon. In overtime, after Texas forces an overtime, Sooners win the toss, elect to play defense. Texas scores a touchdown on their possession, three-yard run by Ellinger, 38-31. Sooners answered... That was clutch, Teddy, because at the time they had not really tried to play much offense for a long time, and all the momentum was on the opposite sideline. And if you remember, they had a, I believe it was third and eight or third and nine when Rattler hit Stogner on the goal line Mm -hmm. on a play that seemed to give Oklahoma juice, obviously kept the game alive. Right. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) there's so many big plays, it's hard to, uh, you know, sift back through it, but... Going into overtime, you know, Texas had the momentum. Um, you know, they were they were climb out of that hole that they were in, 14 points, and, you know, had a pretty miraculous comeback there. And, you know, going into overtime, they were over there getting their crowd pumped up. And, you know, Oklahoma had the feeling on their sideline, like, dadgummit, did we let this thing slip away? So to, to be able to come back and regain some of that momentum and, and energy – was huge and 
you know, hey, and as you moved through it, you're just waiting on guys to make plays. Guys did. Um, you know, I, I think one of the biggest plays of the game was the going forward on fourth and goal. You know, whenever you had the ball first, that was huge. I know I'm jumping ahead, but, um, yeah, I mean, I the whole the whole effort by our, our team in overtime was just incredibly gutsy. I mean, those football – when football game goes that long, when it's – this temperature every play there's guys on the ground right yeah treating for cramps and injuries so 38 38 after the first overtime Sooners got the ball first in the second overtime that's when they hit Stogner on the big 22 yarder on the first snap got it down to the three then they had a hard time getting it in from there it looked like they had a three-yard touchdown run by Rattler but upon review they put it back at the half yard line and Lincoln rolled the dice and went for it on fourth and half a yard they called a play that was a play-action pass, but Tom Herman called a timeout. And so I don't know if that play would have worked or not. It looked like Texas had it covered up pretty well. It did. It looked like Texas had, you know, because they were all out right there at the line of scrimmage thinking that maybe it was going to be a quarterback sneak. And when it wasn't, they were all flying up the field really hard. We had guys releasing and – you know, they would have been in Rattler's face immediately. And maybe he completes a ball. I don't know. But, yeah, I think it ended up helping us that Tom Herman called that timeout. We've had some questions already. I've been texted some questions. Why would you throw there? Um, we, I don't know if it's the right call or not. But originally, Texas had, what, a couple of guys in the, in the A-gaps mm -hmm. and a, a bunch of guys over there. It looked like a quarterback sneak was going to be hard to do with the defense they had. After the timeout, OU came out in a shotgun – and they looked different. They're coming a shotgun. I can't remember, but Texas played a different defense anyway, and it allowed for the quarterback sneak. They went right. quarterback sneak. That's yeah. what they did. No, they they came out in a similar formation, but did run the quarterback sneak. Yeah. He goes up there quick under center, and um, yeah, they're able to to punch it in. So OU goes up forty five thirty eight. Texas answers back a twenty five yard run, a weaving run down the far sideline by Ellinger. Great play there. Forty five all. We went to a third. Overtime. <laughs> the third overtime might have been the most bizarre sequence of the day. Texas gets stopped. Finally, they stop him, force a field goal try, a 33-yarder from Dicker, and block it. I think it was Perry on Winfrey that got a hand on it. So then the Sooners just needed a field goal to win it. They pick up a first down, got it down to the 14-yard line, centered the ball on first down, then went for the field goal on second down, and Gabe Burkich only the second miss of his career from 31 yards. He hooked it left, and we'll go to a fourth overtime. That is a call that will be second-guessed, even in victory, to go for the field goal on second down. Lincoln Riley said he'd do it all over again. It will be second-guessed much less in victory than it would have been in defeat, that's for sure. We went to a fourth overtime. Oh, you got the ball first. Rattler hits Drake Stoops. On a 25-yard pass, Stoops comes free to score. Makes it 51-45. You had to go for two. A great throw to Theo Weiss on the two-point conversion. Put the Sooners in the catbird seat, 53-45. Texas had to answer. They got down first and goal from the nine, but then a penalty forced them back to the 19. And then the interception to Trey Brown would end it. OU forces three turnovers on the day. The INT was the capper. We've seen that a lot in recent years from Oklahoma teams. We were talking about yeah. it. Oh, I was listening to you talk about it on the drive down yesterday. This defense has not been great the last few years, but it's remarkable how many times they have come up with the game-clinching stop when they had to. Benito at Baylor last year. Yep. Buki against TCU last year. It took a while, but Trey Brown today. Yeah, I mean, you can even go back before that and – you know, in years where our defense hasn't played well, and they've, but they've gotten stops where they needed to. You go back to, what was it? Um, was it, eight, I can't even remember the years whenever they get the stop against Oklahoma State mm -hmm. on two-point conversion, TCU on two-point conversion. Mm -hmm. So there's, Stephen Parker knocked it down. There's, there's Parnell Motley in overtime against Iowa State last year. Got a pick. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've seen those, those plays happen. So um, Trey Norwood against Texas in the Big 12 championship game. Yep. Against Ellinger, got to pay. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's fitting. Now, the defense, I thought, did some good things. You know, this is going way back. But my first note of the game for the defense was they 
on the the second drive, whenever our offense turned it over, deep in our own territory, they forced a field goal. And at the time, that was a huge hold. And, you know, obviously things change whenever you're looking at the score down the stretch. But everything like that mm-hmm. throughout the game, every every turnover, every sack, every everything ended up mattering at the end of the game. And there it was at the, at the very beginning whenever we were playing well, we – you know, offense put us in a, in a big hole, and we got out of there with just forcing a field goal. That was critical. And as our spotter, Greg Blackwood, pointed out after the game, Trey Brown got Sam Ellinger again. It was Trey Brown that got the big safety in the Big 12 championship game in Arlington. He comes up with the game-clinching pick today. We'll take a break. Much more of the postgame show coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Ellinger asks for the football. He's got it. Sooners bring a blitz. He spins out of pressure. Rolling left. Still looking to throw. Ellinger now going to run it. And they smash him. He's down. Balls out. Perrion Winfrey tries to save it from going out of bounds. But they say he was down first. It's a sack. Welcome back to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit outeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. We've heard from Lincoln Riley. Chris Plank working hard down there. I'm sure it's a zany scene. I've I've been fortunate to be in that locker room a couple of times, and it is not very big. You've been down there more than I have. It is not very big, and it is a bit chaotic afterwards. And uh, he's trying to gather some sound for us, and we'll have much more coming up here very soon. But, Teddy, how about your mid-first bank player of the game today? Is it biased if I pick Stogner every game? I thought he was great. Um, you know, I, I would like to go with Rattler, but gosh, just too many turnovers. I mean, he kind of put us in a hole there with, with a lot of the turnovers early. You know, defensively, there's there's some guys to choose from on the defensive line. Um, but man, I thought Stogner was great. That one touchdown catch whenever he went over the top and just pulled it out of the air. Um, the the play down there where he got his legs taken out and got the wind knocked out of him. I just, I thought he was fantastic and. You know, was just a huge difference maker. Also in the running game, blocking on the uh, the edge as a tight end. I thought he was great. Mid-first bank, I, I like it. Uh, he had the one drop at the end of regulation mm-hmm. that hurt, but he more than made up for it in the overtime periods. I mean, we've had some great tight ends around here. A couple of them, or Mark Andrews doing some incredible things right now. He, one of the best in the NFL. Uh, Trent Smith, Grant Calcaterra. Uh, Keith Jackson back in the day was pretty sure. good. This kid's got a chance. He's only a sophomore. He's got a chance to have his name among the best that have played here with his size and hands and athleticism. He is a weapon for sure. MidFirst Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank, true to your money. OU now 7-3 and three in overtimes. All-time 2-0. and oh against Texas, 1996, James Allen, 2020, Trey Brown. We'll take a break. More postgame show coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Ellinger, shotgun snap, straight drop, looking left, lobs for the end zone. It is intercepted! Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2019 with Lincoln Riley. Presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooners game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. I don't mean to be a smart aleck with this. I'm, I'm not intending to be at all. It is great to have defensive highlights in the uh, post game show. It is. Yeah, and special teams. 
and highlights as well. What did we have? End up six sacks, I think, uh, on the day. We were, I mean that that was really telling the story defensively. Whenever we were in the in the pocket, harassing Ellinger, he was not good throwing the football. Whenever they blocked us up front, had good protection. He was great, either stepping up and going for um, a good run or delivering a ball downfield. Big day for Theo Weiss, his biggest day in a Sooner uniform. He's downstairs with Chris Plain. Thanks a lot, Toby. Thanks a lot, Ted. We're down here with Theo Weiss. And, Theo, I mean, just, again, uh, the grit of this team. Kind of take me through what it was like on the sidelines. Hot day, punches thrown back and forth. I mean, uh, figuratively. But what was what was the mindset for this team on the sidelines? Uh, you know, we just had a great week of practice where we just focused on ourselves and only ourselves and bringing energy to each other because we know at the end of the day we, we're the only ones that got each other. So it really was just a big team effort. So for, for you, um, this is a unique year. You, you may, for the most, you're the man, right? I mean, CD's gone. You, you've, you've been around some of the greats. What's this been like for you to kind of be challenged to elevate your game and take that next step? Uh, I don't really look at it as, uh, you know, I'm the man. You know, I just look at it as more opportunities and, you know, just more opportunities to make other people around me better. But, you know, I'm, I'm embracing the challenges. You know, I, I step up when my number is called, excited when my teammates' numbers are called, just having fun with it. Speaking of having fun with it, um, I mean, obviously the big the big play after the touchdown, the two-point conversion, take me through that play. Take me Because, I mean, it, DB kind of got a hand in there, too. That was good coverage. You made a heck of a catch. Uh, you know, just – it's routine play. We work it all day, every day at practice. Uh, Spencer threw a great ball. Honestly, it was it was only in a place where only I could grab it, so I had to make the play. <laughs> Made the play. I couldn't let that one slip up. It's got to be noted that you're pointing out the great throws. He walks up for his postgame <laughs> interview, too. All right, uh, same question for everybody. What does it say about this team now mentally going forward? Uh, we ready for whatever's next. That's all I got on that. Hey, man, congratulations on the win. Thanks, Theo. Appreciate it. It's Theo Weiss. Uh, Lincoln Riley basically said, in uh, the post-game interview with Chris, Spencer Rattler got benched in the second quarter. I mean, he um, he had a pick. He had a bad fumble on back-to-back possessions, and he gave him the hook. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, <laughs> I had gone through some crazy what-if scenarios in this football game. Uh, you know, what might happen if, if we lose and Spencer Rattler has multiple turnovers again. Uh, might we see a different quarterback or would we see a different quarterback in this game if he had multiple turnovers? And you felt like, ah, gosh, it would have to just be really bad for that to happen. And those were some bad plays. Don't get me wrong, but I was still shocked whenever Tanner Mordecai jogged out on the field. It was 10-10 when he made the change. And Mordecai's first drive was actually really nice. Um, He made some good throws. You know, he, he had a nice little run where he escaped out, looked okay. The second drive was ugly. He dropped the ball, um, hit a guy in the chest on a free play with the ball and turned it over, um, almost had the ball previous to that intercepted. So that was kind of a rocky little drive there and probably had Lincoln reconsidering. Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. OU wins the Red River showdown in four overtimes today. 53 to 45. Stick around. This will be fun. Drake Stoops coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Trips out to the right. Stockner tied in left. Ball on the left hash. Rattler asks for the football from Humphrey. He's got it. Blitz is on. Looks left. Still looking. Throws end zone. Stockner caught it. Touchdown. Redemption. Austin Stogner in overtime, your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. Let's go back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Drake Stoops. All right, Toby, Teddy, I'm down here with uh, Drake Stoops, man. Congratulations. It just seems fitting to see a Stoops dropping a dagger in the OU Texas game. Kind of take me through the game. Uh, well, I guess what ended up being the game-winning touchdown. Uh, yeah, we just had one of our uh, normal tempo calls, and uh, I just ran this route, this under, under route, and ended up taking it high. Over uh, over the linebackers and Spence came through the pocket and hit me, and uh, 
that, that's all she wrote. What, what does it say about Spencer to lead the game after the first quarter and then be able to come back and perform the way that he did in the second half and not get down and not kind of complain? No doubt. He had, uh, he had great poise, and uh, that was one thing he uh, challenged himself this week and told us is that uh, he wanted to, to have a clean slate in his mind after every play, whether he throws an ADR touchdown or gets sacked. I mean, it's just next play, and that's that, that next play mentality is what, what ultimately helped a lot of us today. You yeah, know it, what I mean? It, it was 25% capacity, but at times it didn't feel like it in the crowd. Could you guys still feel the energy on the field? I, you could definitely feel the energy. I mean, and you don't really you don't really notice how many fans there are. You just you can kind of hear the noise, and really you just focus on on doing your job. But you definitely can feel the energy, especially there at the, the end, the anticipation, all that. This this is my question. I'm asking everyone. So Theo has plenty of time to prepare his answer here. But what does it say about this team? to take a gut punch like that, to watch Texas rally, score two touchdowns in force overtime, and still kind of bow your necks and go out and win no this doubt. game. No doubt. No, that was big for us this week is, uh, is just finishing. I mean, these, these last two weeks we didn't quite finish in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it was we got in the locker room after uh, Iowa State, and we were talking about if we, if we would have just kept throwing maybe one more punch, then uh, the other dude would have folded. And so we just, just kept swinging, kept swinging, kept swinging, never out the fight. And then you saw the result. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I don't know where Bob was today, but I hope somebody had a camera on him when Drake broke free for that touchdown. That's awesome. Dr. Tim Shannon, Dr. Mark Revels, Orthodontics exclusively. Proud to present the junior captain of the game with your OU team captains at each OU home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T. With head coach Lincoln Riley, Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman, now featuring Teddy Lehman, starts at 7 p.m. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got David Aguebu standing by, Spencer Rattler, Woody Washington, T.J. Pledger. The postgame rolling in now. Sooners winning four overtimes today. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Ask an agent about how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Learn more at Shelter.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. Also brought to you in part by Pizza Hut and by Raising Canes. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Looks like they're going under center again. Two tight ends balanced. Tight eye formation. Rattler under center. Snap, quarterback sneak, pushing, and he falls into the end zone. It's a touchdown. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. One for the ages today here in Dallas, 53-45 in four overtime. Sooners win it back, back downstairs. The final star of the day, Trey Brown with Chris Plank. Trey Brown. Game-winning interception seals the deal. What'd you see? What was that moment like for you? Man, that moment was amazing. You know, uh, it was it was it was one of those plays that need to be made, and um, you know, uh, I felt like I had I had it in me. You know what I'm saying? To go make a play. I kept telling my players on the sideline, I was like, you know what? If nobody else is gonna make this play, I'm gonna make this play right here. <clears throat> and uh, man, I just. It, it, the, the motions I went through, I was guarding my man, got my eyes back around, seen the ball, and I went to go attack that thing. Um, you guys never gave up. Could have easily after this game was pushed overtime, especially with the what's that emotion like when you think the game is over? You know, Woody gets that pick, we think it's over, and then you got to go back out and try to stop him twice. Man, it's like it's like a roller coaster, you know, uh, literally a roller coaster when you're coming down. You know, you're going down a little slope, and then. Uh, but uh, anyways, you know, uh, we were, we was feeling pretty good because you know we had momentum on our side, and then um, but then they started making a push or run, and uh, I know my guys were, you know, what I'm saying majority of us were all cramping and stuff like that, and we was like, oh, we got to keep fighting you know uh and uh, that takes me back to my freshman year uh that takes me back to when uh, I saw oboe cramping oh that was and, uh, a great performance yeah that uh, that that picture kept popping up in my head and I was like you know what if he could do it we could definitely do it and he showed so much uh heart on the field and we got to do the same you know uh then you see Perry I make the uh the block field goal and I was like yo the game got to be over you know uh, and uh we get the ball then we we uh we miss one I was like oh so we got to get back on there we got to keep going <laughs> and then but um glad our guys kept fighting you know what I'm saying offense 
defense kept scoring and we kept we kept doing what we was doing. We was fighting out there and it, it paid off. How, how fun was it for you to not only you know, get this win, but to see some of the younger guys step up, to see Woody make a play, to see David Aguebu out there blocking a punt, Theo Wee's catching a two-point conversion. What's it like seeing these young man, guys? Man, man, it felt, it felt really good. You know, uh, that lets you know that OU's going to be in really good hands, you know what I'm saying, when all the older guys leave. You know, uh, you got guys like Theo, David, uh, and much more making plays. You know, Woody, Woody, everybody had a good week of practice. You know, they made their uh, their plays, so I was not worried about those young guys getting in the game, you know. Um, and um, when Theo got his number called, he made those big time plays, you know what I'm saying, and uh, that's what kept us in the game. And everything, everything mattered, you know what I'm saying. Today, if you if you could see, everything mattered. You know, David uh, had the block. I was so pumped up for him. I ran on the sideline, didn't even care if the flag was out or not. And uh, so, man, it, it was a really good feeling to be out, be out there with those guys. For you to win this game, in the way that you guys did it, what does it say about this team? Man, it says. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When we could play our best ball, <laughs> nobody could beat us, honestly, if we're being honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Because those guys so, show so much uh, fight. And uh, we emphasize we emphasize finish because that was something that we was missing a couple times. But uh, we showed out there and we, we, did, what I, we did what we had to do. And uh, we're going to go a long way and we still control our destiny. Congrats on the win, man. Yes, Happy sir. for you. Enjoy an off week. Thank you. Oh, that's the senior, Trey Brown, who made the game clincher. But, boy, Alex Grinch, Roy Manning played a – Bunch of defensive backs today, Teddy. By my account, 12 guys played for them today. Trey Brown, Jaden Davis, Joshua Eaton, Trey Norwood, DJ Graham got on the field for a series. Fields, Turner Yell, Buki, Justin Broyles, Woody Washington, Jeremiah Cradell all played today. It might be 11. But he he threw the kids out there in some big moments yeah. today. And for the most part, I mean, I thought they – Kind of held their own, you? No, I thought they did, too. Um, I'm trying to remember back. I don't remember uh, many missed tackles out there. Guys were competing for balls. You know, as as, as a defense, the the more plays you see of an offense, the better you are. It's like a, it's like a hitter. The more at-bats you get against a pitcher and see the same stuff, you're going to you know start to dial in at some point. And I felt like we did that as a defense. The longer this game went on, um, I felt like the coverage was really tight. Now, they still made some plays on us, but, you know, we were in good position throughout most of the day. So, I, you know, I'm, I like what I see from those, those young guys being able to come in, get some good experience in a big-time game. Another defender who you spotlighted in the pregame, David Aguebu, played well today, had a block punt. He's downstairs with Chris. Hi, guys, here with David Aguebu. Um, first and foremost, let's just talk. We haven't had a chance to talk to you yet, so it generally, how's the move to the inside been going for you? Uh, it's been good. You know, I got a great coach, and I got great teammates there already that just help me every day. And uh, we practice in a stay ready so you don't have to get ready type of mindset. So that's all it was. That's all it's been since I moved there. Staying ready, being ready. You were ready when you were out there today. Take me through uh, just, just take me through that first half performance for this defense and what kind of really keyed your ability to slow down the Longhorns. Well, shoot. Our front line was getting pressure. We were stopping the run game, and uh, we were just sticking to what we're coached, and it was working. From, from that perspective of what you're coached, um, you know, Woody gets the interception. You think the game's over. You got to go back out there and fight and scratch and claw. How challenging was that from a mental perspective? Um, I think that's one of our main issues is – not not uh, concluding or not assuming that the game is over until the clock actually hitting zero zero. You know we got to finish, and that's all it was. It was just a mental challenge, but we've dealt with that the past two weeks, and we was able to come out on the other side today. All right, man, take me through the block punt. Um, I, I don't know what that dude was doing trying to block you, but you uh, you made sure to get him out of the way. But take me through the block punt and what you saw. Well, sure. Once again, that's just something we've practiced the whole week. We knew what look we were gonna get, and as soon as we lined up, we knew what look it was. I knew what was getting ready to happen, so I just should strain. To the ball um, out there. It, it, so, where special teams have been a challenge to be able to go out and make a play, a couple of them. I mean, Mims had a big punt return too. Mm-hmm. But what does that say about just kind of the, the, the focus and the and the energy that you guys put into special teams to go out and make a play that really changed the game at the time? Mm-hmm. Well, shit. I mean, it just shows that uh, that we we put a lot of emphasis on all three sides of the ball, not just offense, not just defense, but special teams as well. And you know, we take that seriously, and we have great coaches that coach it and teach us to take it seriously. And I think that showed today. Um, the challenge of Texas, but you guys kept fighting it. Sam Ellinger running the football. Um, did they do anything differently, or was it about what you expected from the Longhorns today? Uh, I would say it's about balanced. Um, I think we could have 
did a little better in our passing game. We had a couple calls not go our way, but we can't uh, dwell on that or rely on that. Yeah, it's it's great because you come away with the win, but yet, I mean, and we're going to talk to Trey Brown here in a second. You come away with the win, but there's a lot of teachable and coachable moments, right? So you come away with the win, but yet you still feel like there's things you guys can get better at, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Even if the score was 100 to 0, we would still think that we, we would still know that there's a lot of things we could get better at. Um, final thought, and I'll let you get out of here. Take me to that moment when you saw Trey intercept the ball and you knew the game was over and you guys had won. I mean, it was like, let me lay down and just scream because <laughs> it was a tiring game. Like, I lost my voice pretty much just from that last play. I was screaming for about five minutes. I was t- happy for my boy Trey and, uh, shoot, got the win. Congrats, man. Thanks, David. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate that. David Aguebu, fourth time since 2000 OU has lost the game right before OU Texas. They have won all four matchups with Texas and that occurrence, Lincoln Riley now 4-1 and one against Texas in his young head coaching career. We'll take a break. Spencer Rattler coming up next on the postgame show. Sooners win it in four overtimes today. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Third and 10 from the 15, Elliger. Straight drop, looking right. Nearly caught from behind. Now he's being chased, and he got him! It was Benito! It's a sack back to the 16. Texas is going to have to settle for three. Cameron Dicker one for one today. He made from 33. This also from 33 just inside the left hash. To put Texas on top in triple overtime. There's the kick. It's blocked. It's blocked. They blocked it. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their creamy, famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. 53-45 Sooners in four overtimes today. And we go back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Spencer Rattler. All right, Toby, we're here with Spencer Rattler. First OU Texas experience for you as a starter. What was it like? Amazing, you know, uh, a lot of adversity, a lot of things we had to overcome, a lot of fun, a lot of plays made, you know, just keeping that same mindset the whole game. It was, it was, it was a fun time with the team, you know, and we're all playing well and, you know, doing things to our potential. So it was, it was fun. What, what's it like mentally for you when you have a tough start to not let it get you down? I, I, I know you're a confident guy. I see you on the sideline. You're always up. But how do you not allow yourself to, I don't know, get in your feels, to get too upset, to get too caught up in it? You know, um, I've never been that type that type to just get in my feels and, and be soft and fold, you know. You know I'm, I know these past couple of weeks we've had, you know, tough endings to the game. But, you know, I was happy I got to show. You know, I, we, I got it in me to do this, I think, at the end of the game with my guys. And got to give a shout-out to my old line, my receivers, running backs. Did a hell of a job in the defense as well. How about, how about two? Agreed, 100%. O-line was great. Uh, tailbacks, receivers, defense was a great job. But how about the job of the strength, uh, strength staff and the the crew that makes sure you guys stay hydrated? It was hot down there today. Oh, yeah. What was the challenge like to eliminate cramping and not dehydrate out there? Uh, we just focus on drinking a lot of fluids throughout the week. Uh, we got a great nutritionist staff, great strength staff, so they do they do a good job. Um, Spencer, when you were taken out in the first quarter, and when uh, Tanner came in, what was that like for you? Just to, to study, to watch a little bit. What what'd you do? It was just a little breather. Uh, um, what do you call it? Coach, Coach Riley called it a breather, breather drive. Just gotcha. You know, chill for a second. You know, my arm was killing me at the time too. So. Um, I knew I, I was going to get back into it, and when I did, I, I had to, you know, make some plays. What, what, what for you then adjusted in the second half? What was that key for you to find another level in this game? Uh, just settling in. Um, I wasn't trusting it first drive or two. A um, couple sloppy plays by us. Uh, I didn't see a dropper on a, in a zone look on the interception, and then the fumble, whatever you call that, I just should have had to, had two hands on the ball. You know, it's simple, simple things I could fix, and I will. So, um, two, two more quick ones. I'll let you get out of here, and we'll get Aguebu in here. Uh, first of all, what does it say about this team not going forward to get a win like this? You know, we're ready for whatever challenge there is. I mean, um, I think this was the most entertaining, longest Red River game <laughs> in history, um, and we just showed what we're made of, you know, when we're up, when we're down, everything. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're ready to keep working. Uh, we're not done now. I've got to keep keep working every day. And, and then a final thing before I let you go, kind of like having the bye week to reset and then get ready for TCU? Oh, yeah, definitely. Get your body right uh, this upcoming week. Get your mind right with film and everything. And then our next opponent, we'll, we'll 
get ready for them when we need to. Congrats on the win, Spencer. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Spencer Rattler uh, joins Sam Bradford and Justin Fuente as OU freshmen to beat Texas in their first start. And uh, it took a winding road to get there, but they did it 53-45 in four overtimes today. Still mo more post-game reaction ahead after a wild and woolly one today in Dallas. Woody Washington had a big pick in the fourth quarter. He's coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. Allstate, protecting you has no off-season. You're in good hands with Allstate. And by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Second and 10. Sooners go a little tempo here. Snap to Rattler. Straight drop, steps up, throws late toward the end zone. Caught! It stoops! Drake stoops! Touchdown! <laughs> the kid! They've got to go for two. A 25-yard touchdown pass to Drake Stoops. The Red River showdown is off the rails. Rattler rolling right, looking, throws, caught! Theo Weiss, T-Weezy, it's so easy! And the Sooners are up eight. 53-45. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The Sooner Shop is the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 5. Curbside pickup is also available through the Sooner Sports To Go app. Back down to the locker room. Chris Plank has Woody Washington. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. Down here with Woody Washington. Um, biggest game of the year, OU Texas, always yes, fun. What was sir. it like to, to be out there and be in the midst? I know uh, you were here last year, but to, to be in the rotation, to be a regular part of this team. Uh, it, was, it was definitely exciting. It was an opportunity for me and all my teammates to uh, just go out there and execute what we've been doing all week. So it was just, like I said, just going to execute what we, what we, what we did. Can you um, can you kind of take me through what it's like to have a veteran presence like a Trey Brown, even though he's just sitting here by him? But what's it like to have veterans like him and, and Pat to kind of help better understand what this defense needs to be and, and to play at this level? Uh, it, de it definitely helps having them. Uh, those guys, they played a lot of ball here. So just keep looking up, going and looking up to them. It just, it just pushes the younger guys to go out there and execute. And uh, just, like I said, just keep our eyes on them and watch whatever, whatever they're doing. And I know if we watch them, we're going to do everything right. Um, kind, of, kind of take me through the challenges of what Texas did offensively. You guys were able to shut them down. Uh, they kind of really got that quarterback game running going late. What was it like for you guys to adjust and kind of have to bow your neck and, and really play hard? Uh, honestly, we just, we just stuck to the bottom line. It's, it's what we've been doing all year in every, uh, every play. So uh, just like I said, uh, going out and executing and uh, just like a, playing to the bottom line, really. Just straining, straining to the ball every play <laughs> and just executing your job. All right, and then uh, finally, to to take the, uh, the shots that this team did, to have the lead, to think that it was over when you had the interception in the end zone. Which, by the way, take me through that play. What was what what'd you see, and take me through the pick. Well, I got a, um, a stop and go, so I got a double move on it, and um, I didn't bite on the hitch. And when the ball when the, when the ball came, I just went and made a play. Now, you guys think that's the end of the game, but they come back and rally. So, what was it like to kind of try to get back into? Hey, you know, this game isn't over. We got to go out and fight. Uh, just like I said, just keep going with the bottom line. We just just kept fighting. We knew the game wasn't over when I when I made the pick. I ain't, I didn't think anybody thought it was over, but um, just like I said, <laughs> <laughs> Spence is getting Facebook or uh, Facetime while we're in the middle of the interview. That's okay. We're okay, we'll, we'll be Texas man. Enjoy. Yeah, uh, like 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 I said though, we um we just stuck to the bottom line and we just kept kept playing, kept fighting hard. Coach Grinch told us when we came to the sideline that the, the game wasn't over. We could have two or three more drives. So. We we just we just waiting on the opportunity, man. Woody, congratulations! Great performance, man. Appreciate your time with the post game. Thank you. Fun kid with a promising career right there. He makes the biggest play of his young Sooner career with a pick of the fourth quarter today. In the Big Twelve era, OU now leads in head-to-head -head matchups with Texas, sixteen to ten. They've won three in a row, five of six versus Texas, nine of the last twelve. Let's take a timeout. Final post game break. 
We've got one more interview for you when we come back with TJ Pledger. We'll look at final stats, scores, and wrap it up here from the Cotton Bowl. Sooners win at 53-45 in four overtimes. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Ellinger at the shotgun. He's got it. Sooners twist up front. He has time. Lob toward the end zone. It's intercepted. Trey Brown. You can unhitch the wagon. That's your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. Trey Brown finished it, finally. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Go to Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Welcome back for the final time to the Bud Light postgame show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. And we go for the final time to the locker room. Chris Plank with another of the stars today, T.J. Pledger. Thanks a lot, Toby. Down here with T.J. Pledger. Um, boy, what a performance tonight for you. Kind of take me through where your mindset was when uh, we found out Seth wasn't going to play and you were going to be the guy carrying a majority of the load. What, what was that mental preparation like for you? Um, you know, I prepared the same. I prepared all week hard. Uh, we understood that to win this game, we was going to have to run the ball well. And uh, the O-line did a great job blocking from start to finish. And I just... Uh, Kept my hat off, my hat off to them. They did their thing today. Um, you, I mean, hot, a lot of carries, cramping. What was it like for you to battle through that and mm-hmm. stay in the game? Man, it was hot out there today, but uh, we knew it was at stake. And my whole time, I was just telling myself to keep fighting, keep going, and uh, be there for my team and be able to make a play when it counted. For you, what, what the weight? You know, you, you you've waited your turn, and now you get it. Um, What's what's been the key to your patience mm-hmm. to be ready for this opportunity? Understanding that God got a plan for me and uh, my support system through my family and my my close friends, uh, they always kept me going, kept me motivated, and uh, understanding that I got here for a reason, and it was just a matter of time before my time came, and then when the opportunity presented itself to be ready and take advantage of it. What's it do for your confidence when your offensive line is moving guys around like they were? Man, I, I love it. It's good. You know, all week we go so hard, and uh, we knew our potential, and uh, I think today we uh, showed a little bit of it. That 17-play drive was something pretty special, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> that's, sure. that's the kind where you get excited about your O-line in you. Okay, so uh, same question I'm asking everyone. What does it say about this team? You guys could have easily packed your bags. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here at 1-2, and two, but what does it say about this team to bow your neck and fight mm-hmm. through and still win this game? Yeah, we always gonna keep fighting back against the wall. We are gonna keep swinging, and we understand that um, we haven't. We were far from our best ball, and we understand that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. They so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Woody Washington's yeah. waiting, waiting for his turn. But no, it's 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 victory, man. You gotta yeah, beat that. Nah, yeah, nah. one. But you've been waiting for your chance. Yeah, man. yeah, definitely. And um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Well, just in in general, for to have this opportunity now and to step up like you mm-hmm. have, what's that meant to you, and what's it been like? It's been big. You know, understanding the tradition at OU and just thinking every day about trying to fulfill it and be there and, you know, be that that, uh, that running back they can rely on. By the way, can, can I get one more question in from, from the uh, gallery, Trey Brown? Do you have yeah, one good. for Do you have one for a TJ Pledger real quick? I just want to know, where'd you get the speed and the jukes? My O-line blocked great today. That's all I want to say. Yes, they did their thing. Shout out to all of them, all yes, five. Thank you. You looked amazing out there. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. Thank you, TJ. Appreciate Congrats, it. man. Appreciate you. Uh, it's fun. Let's take a look at our final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Taco Mayo Fresh Ingredients built to order. Spencer Rattler, 23 of 35 today, 209 yards passing, three touchdowns, one pick. Tanner Mordecai goes five for seven passing for 52 yards. On the ground, TJ Pledger, a career-high 22 carries, a career-high 131 yards. And two touchdowns. Marcus Major had his first career touchdown run today as well. Austin Stogner, six catches, 56 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Mims, four for 52 and a touchdown. Theo Weiss, eight grabs today, 52 yards. Also a touchdown for Drake Stoops of 25 yards today. The official game time today, four hours, 48 minutes. Pat Fields, 12 tackles to lead the way for Oklahoma defensively. Sam Ellinger's final numbers, 30 of 53, 287 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. It's the first time Sam Ellinger's turned the ball over in the Red River showdown in four years of playing this game, and they got him twice today. Yeah. No, I mean, we and we needed him. We needed every turnover we could get. 
especially that last one with that, you know, pretty desperate throw to the end zone, really before he really even needed to make a desperate throw to the end zone. That's unlike Ellinger in that moment. Uh, but, yeah, huge, huge for us. And uh, hopefully this is something we can build on moving forward. Going into a bye week, I feel like this team needed something positive, needed a little good momentum, um, you know, some some people backing them out there, talking good about them, uh, feel good about themselves before they play a tough TCU team. So, I mean, nice job offensively and defensively whenever you had to have it. Quickly, a look at our Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12. Two other games going on right now. Iowa State blowing out Texas Tech 31-7. to That game in Ames early fourth quarter. Pretty good one cross town here in Fort Worth. Kansas State leading TCU 14-7 to midway through the third quarter. Top 25 scores. Good one going on between the hedges. Number three, Georgia up 23-21 on number 14, Tennessee, late third quarter. Uh, Arkansas and Auburn playing in Auburn right now, midway through the third. Auburn up 20 to 12. Texas A&M knocked off number four Florida today in College Station, 41-38. Mac Brown's team stays undefeated. Number eight North Carolina, 56-45 over Vodtech. And LSU loses for the second time. Missouri got him today in Columbia, 45 to 41. That's your Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet King is the king. Of clean. All right, Teddy, we've been here for a long time. Is there anything you haven't got to say in the eight hours and 25 minutes we've been on the air? No, that's how we wrap it up. Well said. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at this week's no, – not, no, not really, Bob. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. Bye week this week for the Sooners. They're back at it two weeks from today in Fort Worth. It'll be the showdown with the TCU Horned Frogs. Game time to be announced – Whenever it is, our pregame coverage starts two games prior across the Sooner Radio Network. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. I want to thank our great crew, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, spotter Greg Blackwood, Dennis Stats-Kelly, Engineer producer Drake Dyken. Michael Dean was here today in the crowd as well, enjoying this one. And Daniel Anderson running the show for us back in our Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time in the 116th edition of OU Texas. It was Sooners 53, Longhorns 45 in four overtimes. Until two weeks from today, OU TCU in Fort Worth. This is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland Grocery, locally owned by our employees. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.